Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Gift of Gaming podcast, and we're here for another games club. We're hitting up Act 2 of Baldur's Gate 3. And today I'm joined, thankfully, because I failed miserably at completing Act 2, I'm joined by Colm Nolan. Colm, say hello. Hey guys, how we doing? We're sharing a mic myself and Colm at the minute <laughs> until I uh, leave with this podcast, uh, because I don't have four mics, it's not that well-run a podcast. Also with me today is Craig, the critical Nolan. Craig, how you keeping? How you doing, Darren? Are you well, Craig? I'm very good. Better uh, than you, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> better at completing games than I am, it would Much seem. Much better. And finally, uh, last but certainly not least, is our good friend Daniel back on for another another episode of the podcast. You were here for Zelda and you're here for Baldur's Gate Act 2. How are you feeling, Daniel? Hitting all the uh, great nominations for Game of the Year. Yeah. yeah. Feeling well. You're hitting the, 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 the two main the two yeah, main yeah. combatants, yeah. Uh, so what we were meant to do, well, what I was meant to do, everyone else has succeeded very well here, was uh, finish Act 2 of Baldur's Gate 3 so we could talk about, wow, like, you know, this game is so long and, and these acts, we're talking about the special quest and how everybody did things differently. Uh, I couldn't do that. And I couldn't do that because, you know, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. You know, I suppose we might as well just go, we'll go straight in. And, and none of this, like, you know, tit for tat. What are you playing? How are you doing? There's too much here to go go through. Um, we kind of said that, what, we're going to start off from, for, and for those who know Baldur's Gate 3, and this is probably important that you should play this before you listen to this play the game before you listen to this because this is going to be pretty much spoilers galore that's why i'm walking away <laughs> when i finish my little bit um so this we're going to start from the crash for those who know it's the git yankee crash is kind of where we're uh, going to kick this episode off from and that's where i will uh, give my tidbit for and then leave and let you gentlemen get down to the nitty-gritty um so daniel craig column as you know when i'm playing through Baldur's gate 3 i'm not safe scumming my whole routine for this game was whatever happens, happens, and I live with it. And I talked about in how in Act 1, uh, the party member Halson, the druid, uh, died for my playthrough and never got to use him. He just, I, they killed the bear, and that was it. Uh, and I was devastated, but I was like, no, 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 I have made this bed, I will sleep in it. And I tried to continue that, but I got to the crash. And this game's got some flaws, fellas. This Baldur's Gate 3 has a couple of flaws. So I got to the crash, and I said, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to fight anybody here. I don't want to. I don't want to cause trouble here. This is the Githyanki. They are a vicious, horrible race of people, and I don't want to fight them. And Lazel's here with me, <laughs> and I gotta keep up appearances. Don't want to piss off Lazel or anything like that. Um, so I said, okay, I'm gonna let Lazel do all the talking. That worked out fine. Lazel did all the talking for a lot of it. That worked out fine. I was like, cool. I don't have to fight anybody. You go through the crash, and you're like, hey, remember, there's a hatchery in here somewhere, and the lady wants to. You know, the lady outside the place wants to buy an egg or wants to buy a Githyanki egg. And I was like, no, 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 no. I gave her an owlbear egg. I'm not stealing no Githyanki egg. I'm the, I'm playing the line. I'm playing the fence here. I'm not going to fight Githyanki. I'm not going to make any enemies. Um, so I didn't bother anybody in the hatchery. Didn't insult anybody. Uh, didn't do anything. Hadn't saved in about three hours, by the by. The game on auto saves for you every now and then. Uh, and I went in and I was like, oh, my God, it's the infirmary of the crash. This is where I'm going to get these horrible worm things removed from my head and there's a little chest in the middle of the room kind of shaking around and I was like oh I'll go over to that and it's glowing white so you guys know when you're playing Baldur's Gate anything that glows red is like you're going to steal I made do that. that mistake several times yeah and I was like oh, this is glowing white cool I can I'll just open this and it's like oh it's locked and no one said anything to me no one said hey leave that alone that's our crate in the crash infirmary and I was like okay cool I won't you know, I don't say anything. I'll, I'll unlock it and I'll lockpick it. So a staring comes in and he lockpicks it, and I open it. And every motherfucker in the crash wanted me dead. 
out of nowhere out of nowhere and i had been like <laughs> toe the line didn't rob nothing and i says okay i don't usually do this but this is like it's a bug like that should be glowing red right no i don't know because it because it's a chest it's still locked to keep you away from it so it's like it probably should have been red but at the same time like it wasn't able to be opened by a normal so this means is my fault. <laughs> I know I would have made that mistake too and I'm sure I did but it's just I was annoyed with the game so many times I was able to just push past that like you know I mean you are lock picking a safe so I mean it doesn't have to be red for you to like anytime like do you hold down like or three or whatever button and you just see where their field of vision is no I don't know what that is if you go into stealth mode if you press down you go into stealth mode like you see where people see oh yeah so like if you go into that mode there like you can you know easily lockpick safes and stuff like that and get away with it but if you just go into like a room full of people and lockpick it i mean they will always react that way unless they're not looking at you but you got unlucky Dan, because they should have gone oh you were caught stealing oh pay a fine or you know you should have got something right that's what i that's what i was like so when it happened i was i kind of thought and it was that thing where it was like everyone just rolled initiative and everyone drew their blades even the children i think (laughs) i remember (laughs) this seems uh, a little bit unfair yeah yeah they did they did yeah, I was, and I was like, okay, that's that's cool. I will just, you know, screw this. It's a mistake, my mistake. I'll just reset it, which I don't do. The scum save thing, I was like, I don't usually do this, but this seems unfair. So I, I went in, did the whole crash thing again. You know, towed the line, didn't rob an egg, went to the infirmary, didn't rob the chest this time, and then went and spoke to the, to the lady at the machine. She's like, we can remove the worm. And I was like, oh, amazing. We're going to remove the worm. This is going to be great. And uh, so I went through the machine, rolled amazing rolls, got through the whole, and I'll let you guys go into this in, in more depth because you guys got a little bit more out of this than I did because I rolled through the whole thing, destroyed the machine through my successful rolls because like, oh, it can't mess with my brain, it can't save the worm. And then Lazelle out of nowhere said, oh, she's a traitor. It's like they must have planted something in the machine. And I was like, oh, okay. She ran out of the room and locked the door and locked me into the room. And I was like, okay. So it's just me and my party and the woman who's meant to be the doctor just legged it and locked me in the room. And I was like, okay. So I went over. I staring, would you mind unlocking that door for me again, please? Like, I'm, I haven't fought anybody. I haven't insulted anyone. I'm just playing by the rules. Open the door. Everybody in the crash wants to fight me. That is not a bug. It's a That's feature. not a bug. That happens. That's yeah. what is supposed to happen. I reloaded the game there too, thinking I'd done something wrong because that blew my no, mind. No, you, you did not do anything yeah. wrong. That, that, is that supposed just happens to happen. at that spot. Yeah. More can happen if you do a safer route, but that is what happened to me on the first playthrough. Yes. Same. And okay, so. <laughs> so here's. It's so here's, very you know, stupid. The, I, I continued on, right? I continued on. I was like, okay, because in that situation, it was all the people in, the, in that hall wanted to fight me. And I was like, cool. I killed a couple of Githyanki. Felt bad about it. Didn't want it to happen like this. And then Lazel said something about, oh, we must speak to the High Inquisitor. There's a traitor or whatever here in our midst. So I ran off into another room where I thought the Inquisitor was, and it was like the High Lady who was in charge or whatever else. And she, I just went and spoke to her, and she was like, have you found the artifact? And I, my options were like, yes, here it is. Um, I draw my blade, <laughs> and I'll fight you. Or try and deceive her into thinking, hey, I need more time to um, find this thing. So I was like, oh, well, these options aren't great, but I will deceive her into giving me more, more time. And the deception check was a 20 or something like that, <laughs> which I failed. And everybody in the crash wanted to fight me. That's not a bug. It's a feature. That's it's a, a yeah. fucking awful feature. It ah! could be a bug. It's just a bug that's there for everyone because uh, there are a lot of quests out there. That there is, there is like a method. Like there is a method to that madness. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Again, maybe you guys managed to, but I don't know any other route than to fight some people. Not all of them. You can, you can spare a lot of them if you want. 
but that sparing part happens after you already fight many. So I spent, I would say, eight hours-ish in or around the crash, just restarting, trying this, trying to yeah. get around what obviously is now a bug or maybe what's meant to be the story. But it, for me, trying to play, like you're meant to role-play your character, and it made no sense that this is what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I like there's there's and I know the Greek Githyanki are a violent race, whatever else, but under no circumstances they've wanted me dead as much or as, as often as they did. So for me, I stopped playing there. I fell out of love with the game very quickly. And I, I'm not to say I'm done with it because I I love I've loved most of Act One of Baldur's Gate, so I will get back into it. I will finish Act Two. But I thought I'd come on to this episode and say the game's got some problems, bro. <laughs> I, I wanna say two things before uh we, we part ways today, Darren. Certainly. Uh, one of them is that the whole machine thing, uh, I, I didn't know that there was a safer route, route to take without them fighting you. I got out of the room. The reason why they locked you there is because you have a, a worm in your head. And obviously, all the Githyanki are going to be against you because of that. That's that's just part of their lore, yeah. That's just wh- what the Githyanki do. Uh, and with the uh, queen that you've met, I can't remember her name. Anyone? Anyone? No, who cares? Vlakit, Vlakit, good, good on you. Column from across Colin, the room. Column with a say, with the assist there, yeah. Uh, Vlakit. So um, there is a reason why this happens. That fight happens after you try and lie to Vlakit, uh, but you don't find out about it until the end of Act Two. Uh, I mean. And we'll, we can talk about that a little bit later. That's yeah. an awful long time for me to wait to find out why all this happened. <laughs> no, I love, I love the game, uh, but it, it broke me trying to get through that. In, in broke your spirit. Broke my spirit, broke my role play, broke my immersion. Uh, it didn't seem fair. Uh, so I, like a coward, just gave up and stopped playing Baldur's Gate 3 right before we were doing a podcast episode <laughs> on it. So I'm going to hand it over. Colm, take a moment here to get comfortable from the mic. I'm going to hand everyone over to, to, the, to the more than capable column to, to bring you through the rest of Act 2. Uh, and by the rest, I mean all of Act 2 because I didn't play any of it. <laughs> you got five minutes into Act 2 and we've now spent 10 minutes talking about those five <laughs> minutes you did. You're most welcome. I'll leave you to it. Uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoy Act 2, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, everybody, I just wanted to... Basically, originally, Darren wasn't planning to actually come on the podcast because he failed miserably at actually playing the game. I pointed out <laughs> last time, three weeks ago when we did this, I said that Darren will never get through Act 2 in time for this uh, podcast. I want to go out with him. I did say that on air, and I'm delighted because I knew you'd fail. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, uh, I kind of persuaded him to a tiny extent. We didn't have a working fourth mic, so I insisted that he come on and tell his perspective about it because... As someone who's playing the game the way he's playing it, you know, he's not saves coming, which I've done, and that's the only way I could ever imagine playing this game because it's so harsh and unforgiving at times that if you don't auto-save regularly, like, you'll get fucked over far too frequently. You have to take matters into your own hands. So I thought for, the other way, like, if you look at Reddit and people who recommend this game, they're always saying things like, uh, oh, if you're playing it, you have to role-play and don't, like, save scum or do anything like that. Yeah. That's all well and good. It's but all from nonsense, From a game's though. perspective, yeah. that can be very taxing and draining on your yeah. playthrough. I want to say that I scum-saved once. I don't believe for you. I scum-saved at least 100 times. Once, and that was uh, in the Shadowfell when you are supposed to protect... Uh, uh, the portal with Halson. 
I I got bugged out of Why that there? quest because I failed the first time. Okay, and right, then right. I scum I scum loaded. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of midway toward the end of Act Two. So will we get into that one a little bit yeah, later? Th- th- that's, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's my uh, scum save story. That's awesome. it. <laughs> well, I feel like Darren kind of like went through the crash quite well. Like, I mean, in fairness to him. That's how it goes down. Like you mm. almost I have to fight most of the people. From in there. that experience, though, like I was so certain I'd done something wrong that I reloaded my game outside the crash and I just didn't come back to the crash. So yeah. I never finished the crash because I assumed the I, crest was broken. Well, or did you I finish did it then? Wrong. I finished it. Uh, so did I, I, yeah. I did. I I finished it a little bit too well because after the whole Vlakith thing and you fight the um, the main guy there, the main guy girl. I can't remember who you fight. The main uh, guy there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you have the option to just leave the crash be, but I went and I cleared out every last MF Githyanki there. Oh, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I I feel like maybe I should have left a few alive, uh, but um, actually, I actually wanted to ask you, um, what did you do with the egg? Uh, so I sold it to the lady. Uh, I gave it to you her. Yeah. And if you want, I can tell you what the repercussions are that are for later on in the game. No, no. I, I look. I I killed that lady. Oh, I, cool. I said to myself, no, you're not getting. Second playthrough, I killed her too. You're not getting a, a, a Githyanki egg. But the guy in the hatchery mm-hmm. gave me the egg without me even asking for it. Yeah, same. Yeah. Oh, so I, I just have a Githyanki egg now. I don't know what to do with it. I it's finished the there. game and I had I didn't okay, actually yeah. find so, out what the answer mm, was. I so assume there is something you can do with it that has good purposes, but I never figured that out. Yeah, I never. I haven't gotten to full fruition with it, but I have the egg with Lazel now on the second playthrough. Like I got her to go in and do it, and the old man was like, "What are you going to do with this egg?" And I was like, "I'm going to raise it and like keep as it a, close as to a me." Strong Githyanki. Yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm like because like the other girl's plan was for to to take a Githyanki yeah, and, and to, give it to scholars. And to, t- to, and to to raise it as a peace-loving yes, thing. It was exactly. actually a very cool on, experiment. Woman. No, I thought it was uh, a great idea. <laughs> well, if, if you sell it to her, you'll see what happens. And maybe I'll talk about that in Act 3 because it doesn't go the way that they wanted. But uh, Interesting experiment, though. Good. You can show your true colors are based on... Well, they're just yeah, yeah. uh, generalizing race, and it's true. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, we'll talk about that one a little bit later. But in terms of the crash, so... I played through this twice, and one of the cool things I did in the second playthrough, I just saw this online, and I was like, I'll give that a go. But you know when you're coming over the bridge where the dragon is, and you can get into the cutscene, and you, you see the Githyanki kill a load of Iron Fists? Yes. yes. Um, where you're up there, um, like above them for a little while, I saved scum the fuck out of this area specifically for this, but I was using Command Drop on Kithrak Voss, who is the dragon rider. And he has the sort of like astral prism or some shit like that. That might not be the exact name, but if you look into it, it's like the best Gith Yankee weapon you can get. So I command dropped that, and after maybe 20 to 30 loads, I actually got him to drop it. It's a 12% chance of him actually dropping it. But if you get it, you have to fight all these Gith Yankee. On my current playthrough, I'm also playing on hard mode. And the dragon as well? No, the dragon flies off, oh, okay. and he flies off too. So he, he's gone, but the weapon remains. Oh, so interesting interesting you, you fight all those guys like i had to do it on hard it was so difficult but you just keep basically pushing them off cliffs and hoping that the fall damage and the AO, aoe spells will wreck them 
Um, but basically, by getting this sword, uh, it cheesed the entire Gith Yankee crash. It treated it as though I had already had the Vlacket conversation and stuff like that. Oh. And oh. it, like, I, I went to a long rest, and Kithrak Voss, the guy whose sword I made him drop, he came to my camp and he's just like, Vlacket is like a deceiver. And he talks to you about Orpheus, or is that his name? Orpheus. Yeah, Orpheus. And he talks yeah. about Orpheus and kind of gives you this lay down. And I haven't been to the crash yet. I'm still, like, I've long rested outside without having gone wow. in. Wow. And then, like, I think when you actually finish that quest later in the game, he offers you that sword. So by me getting the sword early, it's bugged it and kind of jumped the story along for him, which is just such a weird way. It's so cool, though. Yeah. That happened to me several times in Act 3, so I won't talk about it. But with loads of quests, things happen to out of the sequence and it bugged the game a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, there's definitely, like, a right way to go about them. Like, if you do, like, half of a quest and then don't finish it, or if you do, like, the second half of a quest by accident, by just discovering it, you can kind of fuck yourself over there as well. So That's very cool. Um, that's I don't like, think it's cool at all. It meant that, like, uh, most of the quests I did in the game, I never actually completed from start to finish. It always got botched in some way mm, by me yeah, doing it's, something it's, out of sequence or getting the quest, finishing the quest before someone gave it to me or something like that, and then it wouldn't have the resolution I expected. And it would always annoy me because I was just like, I know something else was supposed to happen here. But that, I have no idea what it games, is. <laughs> like they are absolutely unforgiving. Like I'll always mention it because I love the Wasteland franchise, but they were the exact same. Which and one? like at Wasteland, okay. so Wasteland 2 and 3, very like open world kind of RPG style, what we've got here. It's Dungeons and Dragons with a different formula. And it's amazing, but like that, you get bugged out of quests all the time by doing them out of sequence in a slightly different order. And then this game has got like a lot of better, like, you know, quality of life compared to that. Like, it tries not to completely lock you out of it, but I got locked out of like getting Halson as a companion in Act One on my main playthrough, and that just bugged me out of having him as a companion. And it meant that when it came to, you know, when he's holding off the portal, that quest, uh, I just I got bugged out of it, and he wouldn't show up. So oh, I got sucks. I got fucked out of that, and that was on my and main that is an essential quest. You know? <laughs> like, so that, I, that's I, a game changing quest. I had to. Well, we won't go into that. I'll talk about more about that part. What happens at the end of the the Shadowfell area? Yes, you know. Sure. Uh, uh, let's 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 roll back a bit. Yeah. Excellent. Um. So briefly, because we're, we were on the Gith Yankee Crash, we're in that region without going too much into the internal workings of the Crash anymore. If we just kind of talk about the Eagle Puzzle, because you get an amazing legendary weapon there. The um, Eagle Puzzle. What are you talking you, about here? That's, so uh, where. That's the blood of Lathander puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. In the crash? It's outside It's, a, it's the crash. right outside the crash. There is mm -hmm. a ruin of this... Um, of the this, Dawn uh, Masters uh, and the Dawn Shield Bearer. And they're like... There's there's load, There's load. Oh. four pictures on like stained glass uh, thing. And you have to go get the ceremonial weapons that line up with what each one of them represents. Oh, and yeah. you get a key. Cool. And with that key inside... Uh, was it inside it's the crash? In the yes. basement inside of the, the crash. basement of the crash... You use that special key in order to open a compartment, and in it, there's a mace that inside, right? Yeah, yeah that inside it ha has the blood of Lathander, and that's the name of the weapon. Cool. Uh, and that weapon, I mean, I think I got it when I was level three or four when I got to the crash. Whoa! I Holy am level. Shit. I am level seven, I think now, seven or eight, yeah. and I still have that weapon. Out of curiosity, how did you discover this? I just did it 
You just did it. You I didn't look up anything. You I just swear, so hand to God, okay. whatever. I did not I, look I would, anything. Uh, I would say that in every single puzzle that there's ever been in this game, I had to look up the answer S- because so I just could never figure I, it out. So this one in particular, I think that because I was... so, I, I'm very, very keen on the puzzle part of this. I'm less into the fighting, yeah. but the puzzles, I'm very interested in how they actually made them. So when they presented that puzzle, I was like... Okay, there's got to be something really, really cool about that. Um, and then I managed to solve that puzzle. I got the key, and then in or and that w- I think I thought that was the end of that puzzle. Now my little birdie Marcus, he Ooh. learned about that, and in his playthrough, he never did that. He didn't find that out, mm-hmm. and he's the one who told me, who went online to check it, and he's the one who told me. There is something that you can do with it. I won't tell you what. And uh-huh. then when I got to that, uh, un- to the the basement in the uh, uh, in the crash, he's like, "Look better. Save here. Look better. Uh-huh. Don't give up on this." <laughs> okay. And that's that's the only thing that I knew about that. No. But um, like, how many hours would you say you spent doing that little th- search that quest? side quest? I think I spent maybe three or four hours on on that side so, quest alone. So if I had done any of that, I'd have quit the game because I don't enjoy <laughs> that. That's not fair fun enough. for me. No, and that's I really, fair. I really get annoyed when like I'm uh, struggling to find things that just aren't well placed placed or they don't give a good description of where you should look and things like that i can counteract your point and it's just a bit of like you have to go around the terrain you have to like explore what's around you so the reason i call it the eagle puzzle is because that's where you get your biggest clue by wiping out the eagles there's a little there's a little bird that wanted you you like to rescue his nest because the eagles invaded it and took it away from him that's true i talked to that bird yeah Yeah. so you talk to that bird and he gives you (laughs) no he's all right he tells you how to solve the puzzle he doesn't directly tell you but he tells you where there's a chest and when you go down to where he said that there is a chest by the docks if you unlock that it's like a rusty weapon and if you read one of the diaries um of like this whole like the blood of Lathander, that one of the diaries it talks about each person's weapon and if you've put all these ceremonial weapons that you find there's one room in the entire crash on the outside of it there's a ceremonial weapon already on the pedestal so there's one already there and you have been picking them up as you go around so when you read this thing it tells you which one of them all what weapon they used and if you put like the right one in the right area, it'll like stick and like it'll glow in a color. So it, it, it signifies you've got the right one. And then the fourth one is the blue jay. He tells you where to go to get this rusty weapon. You throw the rusty weapon in the missing piece um, where it tells you where somebody was buried, like the Dawn Star or whatever his name was. He was buried yeah, the out there Star, in the coast. Yes. Good job. And Good then, memory. Yeah. So then you get his, you put his thing in the right area and then that's all the ceremonial weapons. So you have three ceremonial weapons and one rusty weapon. But the rusty weapon, if you read the thing, it tells you that, you know, he died with this. And it's just how it happens that you're looking for this last person's thing. His burial site is over here. You get a rusty weapon of a missing kind of thing that he used. So you're like, okay, I'll use that. And then that gives you access to the little token or fragment that will give you the... The blood of Lathander when Lathander. you go into the crash oh, okay. basement. So I can imagine that must have felt very satisfying. It was, it, and oh, again, especially if you hadn't looked anything up. But that is the type of thing that I would never ever figure yeah, out because, fair. like, I'm bare. 
like there's just so much in the game and I'm trying to get through it that e even most quests, I don't even remember who gave me the quest. I'm just looking at the thing and being like, okay, I need to go here. And then when I go there, I'm like, what the, what the hell am I even looking for? You know, you just, there's just so many and so much stuff that going on. There is a lot of stuff going the, on in that game. That is absolutely true. And <laughs> the pacing of it, like depending on how you find a, a problem or a quest, if you get there earlier or whatever, we talked about it, but it can really just mess up like your ideal playthrough. You know, you accidentally fight somebody who you weren't meant to fight. And now you're just like when you meet them people later, instead of having dialogue options, they just immediately want to kill you. And you're like, oh no, come on. <laughs> But I, do cool. respect, I, I, I love that you did it because you'll have that memory now forever. And that's one of the things that all that effort you went through, you'll never remember that, the, the slogging and of all effort. the crap. But you'll remember the great memory of just figuring something out in the game that I think, like, few probably did at the time. I think that when, you, when I got that weapon in the end, I was like, this is, this is the best feeling in the world. I actually solved yeah. something. And it's <laughs> something that got dragged for such a long time because I didn't know what to do with that artifact that I found. And then it kind of got dragged more and more. I'm like, what's happening here? But when you find, oh, it was just so satisfying. Yeah, and to, so. to give yeah. it to, I, I gave it to Shadowheart because obviously yes, I gave it to Shadowheart. There's not a um, single puzzle that I figured out by myself. Not one. Really? Every Every single puzzle in the entire game, I had to look up the answer. And sometimes the answer, people didn't know the answer. Everyone on the internet didn't well, know the answer. Names, <laughs> name one or two of these. Puzzles. I'm There's really like curious. Okay, the, the, the biggest example of this is in the Temple of Shar, okay. when you have to cross this fucking gap um, and they're saying, oh, Shar will guide you. You're supposed to see this invisible fucking walkway and or you, something. And shit. you have to uh, uh, turn off all the lights. I and know. that's how you, and that, because Shar tells you when you go in, Shar tells you, the 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 true path is revealed in darkness or i'm paraphrasing of course no they said shara will guide you or some bullshit, no no like. she says darkness because there's a, a ton of levers that drop all the chandeliers from the ceiling and you just go around and turn them off and once all no, the room is dark there's no the, way the way is revealed the, the, i can okay, simplify that for both of you as well if you go in and offer your blood to it it'll just show you the path and you just stay on the blue invisible kind of there you your go. Blood. Yeah. Okay. That's well, all you had to do. She, she, she does like blood, statue. that woman. Yeah. Yeah. If you offer your blood, literally, you can see the outline of tiles that you can stand on mm. and you can just jump. There I could not figure quickly. that out. And not only that, I went on a YouTube to find the answer and every single video was like, okay, just follow this path. This is the path you take. But not one person Told in all of why. the internet at the time knew how to actually solve the puzzle. They just knew your blood. They knew the route through like trial and error. So I just I just turn off, Granted, off the, the lights. This was about two months ago. I'm sure the, the, the guide is up now. But at that time, a million people had watched this video and not one person, even in the comments, could say how they got that why? route. It mm. was all trial and error. You know, uh, and and that, yet we solved I, the problem in two different ways. I went ways. crazy yeah. over yeah. that. Like It I, really bothered me. What I did not know, and again, because Marcus uh, played that game, so he was able to help me, uh, there was a... Uh, w w in the Temple of Shar, there are a few riddles, and you have to put in books as the... As the, the I also um, hated that, too. Like so I, I didn't, I didn't make... I didn't connect that it was the books that need the thing. And Marcus said, oh, you like books? Go read the books in the library. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go and read the books. Mm -hmm. And that when was you read the books, <laughs> uh, you find the answers. So yeah. that yeah. that was that was something that I didn't think about when I encountered it. But even in the other um, puzzle, where you walk in and all of a sudden there's shadow versions of everybody. But if you 
don't let the person you're controlling kill their shadow, you get cursed. I didn't know and, that. Yeah, nobody can know that. It's never explained. And why would you? And then you're fucked for the rest of the temple. Unless, unless you have Shadow Heart, who has cure curse, uh, uh, remove there's, curse. There's no such spell. Yeah, yes, yeah. Well, it's, it's definitely not called that. It's called remove curse. Remove curse. Remove curse. You can get spell, Shadow Heart bells, has it. Uh, scrolls. And Do you know why we're talking about save scumming? Every single time I, one of my characters was cursed, I, I save scummed. I was like, I'm not doing this because uh, it's, like, it's like being Gale? hit with Marlboro in, in Final Fantasy VIII with bad breath. <laughs> you are fucked yeah. if you get cursed. You use in Gale in your party. You could have like at any point just given them remove curse. And but he's a wizard. He doesn't have cleric skills. But remove curse is a is a scroll, and you can he can, can learn oh he can, can learn, learn the scroll. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And remove yeah. curses are like they might be like four hundred dollars if you've got good charisma. <laughs> four hundred dollars. I have some good coins. Are you sure <laughs> there's a thing called remove curse? One hundred percent, because I got cursed so many times, and oh, Shadow Heart right. just but you removed have to touch it them, every though, time. Don't you? you have to physically. Yeah, touch yeah them. it's. I think it's a touch. Yeah, thing, I know. Yeah, but sure. if one of the characters just fires a berserk spell that hits three of your characters remove curse isn't going to help you uh, but that isn't a uh, curse either like berserk is just like a, a it's a condition yeah uh, okay so yeah i'm talking more about conditions conditions then. because okay. if any of my characters ever got hit with a condition i'm like okay that character is just basically dead there mm -hmm. is there's, they're useless there's a spell you can use um i can't remember what the calm name of it calm is. emotions uh, yes removes, calm emotions. removes a bunch of those conditions and you can a like bunch. I think definitely, it gets really frightened. definitely yeah, yeah. berserk definitely frightened yeah, yeah. and um, charm charm frightened charm. frightened was the most annoying skill in the whole game which one Fright frightened. being frightened because you're just like your character just starts running away and then yeah. just doesn't fight so so we we share that by the way because i'm a bard too in my game uh because it was very important for me to be myself in the game uh so i just go around and talk to any everyone so uh, uh and and that was exactly my my uh, idea of what i wanted my playthrough to be just to talk to everyone get all the backstory all the things mm -hmm. and uh, i think there's i can't remember at what point of the game it is it is in the shadow fell that you have options what can you answer and if you are a bard all your options are bard performance bard perform there's like seven or eight options mm -hmm. and all of them are bard performance bard performance <laughs> i was like oh this is so nice <laughs> well very nice overall um right well will we keep on and finish with the crash so we can move on to the grim forge because we haven't got oh. into that like a lot of shit already yeah yeah, yeah we're um, 30 minutes in now we need to be getting going <laughs> so very quickly in the gith yankee crash um the machine you guys we briefly talked about it earlier so you need to do a couple of saving throws and if you fail uh, daniel i never actually failed so can you tell us what happens if you fail your saving throws so in? for me because i am a tiefling bard and i support my uh, comrades in the party uh, when we got to the crash Lazelle took of course charge she was the one who was m doing most of the talking and uh, my character just stood back and watched and when we got to the healer and she said uh, oh there's the machine go in so Lazelle was the one to go in Same. there yeah. uh, first if and then I had no rolls no one asked me to roll anything the machine if, if i remember correctly i might i might not you remember do roll it. for her you definitely uh, and you roll several the machine times. exploded and once the machine exploded uh she got brain damage <laughs> she got mad uh, uh uh crippled with everything yeah. uh and i just said to myself okay i'm never playing that uh, that character again and Wait, i she just gets left crippled her. her she, she gets, gets minus, minus two, two to intelligence strength. minus two to constitution minus two to something else i can't remember it's definitely strength as well because it strength. ruins her character uh, like if, if you allow it to happen it's now you can fix it 
you can oh. fix that if you get her to eat a bunch of um, mind flayer larvae. Larvae. So, so weird. <laughs> you can fix those minus two. Really? Yes. That's if you get her to eat enough uh, uh, mind flayer larvae, yeah, yeah. Uh, she uh, th- that whatever it is that. Uh, uh, um, it's not a curse because you can't remove it's like it with a, a curse. Permanent kind it's of a permanent debuff. Uh, debuff. So that debuff is removed. But um, I just never do that because I don't eat any of my larvae. That's yeah. not my character. <laughs> that's, that's weird. <laughs> very, very interesting. If you do pass it, and I did this on my first playthrough, I passed it and I kind of fucked up because my first playthrough, I wasn't using the illithid powers whatsoever. And by passing these skill checks and by not letting Lazelle go in front of me, um, I passed it and it like grew my larvae or my specimen to a larger size. And it like... It, it evolves and allows you to use the mind flare actions as a bonus action and meanwhile i'm just like oh fuck <laughs> like i don't want Lazel cool. to get like really hurt or anything like that and have to deal with what you did and like feed her larva that sounds like a really bad time but also now i was like in terms of a role play i was like is this going to affect at the end of the game i'm going to be like oh your mind flare is too strong to like be removed like no don't fuck me over this way um, but did you you didn't get that buff? No, 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 because because no. I didn't pass any of those checks. So Lazel just got really debuffed. The machine blew up. Uh, I finished the entire uh, crash with her uh, on my team because I didn't even know she got debuffed. And then uh, I found that out, and I was like, okay, you're staying in camp. I didn't like you to begin with, so goodbye. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Okay. I know that you love her as a character. As no, a as a character, I think she's she's awful. But no, because she's a fighter, I used her for my entire um, playthrough. But uh, for me, she was never even in my in my regular. Uh, uh, um, that was her personality. Really I think is atrocious. Yeah. Like it's I, really crap. Yeah. On my first really playthrough with her, I just hated her. Didn't use her at all. I didn't even get her till the second act. I just did not like her. She was so standoffish. But on this playthrough, uh, she's my squeeze, and it's Ooh. me and her going all the way. I even broke Gail's heart over her. <laughs> Uh, for play. me, uh, for me, Lazel was never interested. Shadowheart for me was thirsty AF. Yeah, oh I screwed my up God. my relationship with no, her. Because you can't even romance her in Act One. You have to wait till Act, act two. One. No way. When after after <laughs> we saved the grove. Yeah, you, you share a bottle there's, together. Th- and there's a we, kiss. We, sh- we didn't kiss. We went. You went all, all the way in the Act way One. way in Act One with Shadowheart. She she offered herself i was like uh, i wanted i wanted, I wanted to hook Damn. up i wanted yeah. to hook up with will and oh. <laughs> we just shared a kiss and i was like how about we spend the night and he's like no i'm an old-fashioned guy i'm like yeah go go somewhere else and then i went to uh shadowheart and she's like oh uh, i don't want to spend the night on my on my own i was like mm, so okay. shared a bottle of wine yeah so I we shared a bottle night. of wine we kissed and then the entire night and after that <laughs> she just got really clingy mm. really uncomfortable clingy and I had to kind of leave her in camp for a while because I was like I I don't want her this is uncomfortable Mm. Uh, but then my romance with Will grew and I went and broke up with Shadowheart and she's like yeah I could tell that you and Will are sharing something special so I'll step aside I'm like oh my god this is so cool you are a cool person Shadowheart she is very good you can have a foursome with her in Act 3 but let's I won't go into it now (laughs) I mess up my Shadowheart relationship by like 
proclaiming my love to Will by accident. I, yeah, just, I, I was just I, pressing I X that, really yeah. quickly, and yeah, so we had the same situation, but in reverse. So I, I don't know about I don't know about the foursome, but I, definitely not with Will, because Will is like a real old school romance kind of guy. There, we had like a whole thing where we danced together. Mm. He refuses to have sex with me. This is really frustrating. <laughs> um, but uh, um, yeah, the the whole Shadow Heart was really cool because she was like, "Oh, I want to talk about us." I'm like, "Um." I need to go. Uh, mind flares to kill. Well, uh. While we're on Shadowheart, and I do think she's a huge part of Act Two storyline, like because mm-hmm. like when you get her, she's a, a Shar kind of like initiate, Worshiper, or she yeah. wants to be. She a, wants to um, be a dark just this year. Just this yeah. year, that's the word. Or just the car, whichever person is talking. Yeah, they completely botch it. Oh, several really? times. I some people say I don't remember that. Just this year, or just this year, and some say just the car, but. They obviously maybe they were in COVID and they had the actors read the uh, lines, so people pronounce it differently. Interesting. I, yeah. I didn't I didn't cop on that. Um, it's a big world, you know. <laughs> yeah. Tomato, uh, tomato. <laughs> yeah. But I I thought that compared to the rest of them, the rest of the story, I think Shadowheart's story is so fleshed out, especially during I Act Two. Disagree. Really? Yep. I I didn't get to Act Three. I don't know what happens there, but during Act Two, like the whole Shar Temple, mm-hmm. and it's all focused on Shadow Heart. Her, Absolutely. Her, yeah, the, the Shar Temple her is. change, her, her, like how she goes through the whole Shar thing. I, I thought it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. And then when she meets the Night Song and everything, I, that was that was amazing. That, I, I thought I, that was amazing too. I really, did really not good. think that that was going to happen. I, like I was just like, I'll let you do what you're going to do. And then she really? throws it down. So for me, I tried to persuade her. And it was a 30 persuasion. Oh. And I critted. Nice. Fair play. And yeah. then she threw it out. Yeah. So no matter what you do, if you tell her, do your own thing. If you fail that check, I'd say If you fail the check, no, she never kills uh, Night Song, apparently. Oh, does she not? I really? thought I built up such a strong bond I thought that so changed t- I thought mind. so, yeah. too. But apparently, so again, Marcus was there. He waited for me to get there. He really wanted me. He really wanted me to. He really wanted to see what I would do. Uh, oh, sorry. He really wanted me to see what I would do. Um, he really wanted to see what I would do, and um, he kept saying, "Oh, just say, do whatever you want. You can't, you can't pass a check of thirty. Do, do whatever you want." Uh, so apparently, if you say, "Just do whatever you want," that's always what she does. Yeah, yeah. I she did say, "Just do what dagger. you want," but I, I honestly felt that me and her bond was so strong that she was listening to me. So does that mean if I hadn't spoken to her once in the entire game and I'd said, do what you want, she would have... I don't know. I hope not. I don't <laughs> I'd know. I'd like to think that the, the, no, I had an impact. Play it again. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the fun part of it. But like a big thing with her as well like is her whole like duality because like she's got Char and she's got Saluna because in Act 2, you kind of find out that she's like she found out where all the Dark Justiciers are going. So she's going to go to this temple. She's going to get sorted out with them. But along this way, there's peppered in like little like nuggets of like not doubt but there's like little holes in her story uh links to her with saluna and stuff like that so the more that like unravels with like Shadowheart, like have you gotten into her big background i don't know some of it will be going into act three some of it is in act three so for me right now all i know is that um she was kidnapped yeah by the dark justiciers by the 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 followers of Shar. Mm. and her parents are alive and we just i finished act three act act two sorry so one of the quests is to go and find shadow hearts parents yeah this is where i am nice all right well then that does verge onto act three so we won't go into all of that there but i just think that like shadow hearts entire like kind of 
uh, like, so, like I would never not have her in the party because she's just the best cleric, you know, like yeah. she's a bit of a tank and she's like capable of healing everybody. Like you need a healer and you could reclass anyone else if you want. But I just don't want to do that either. I just I like to have a natural cleric yeah. as opposed to like a job spec cleric. I like her. I like Shadowheart. Yeah, yeah I speak Shadowheart. And the voice great. actor was tremendous. Yes, that's true. Like, and she's very yeah. cute too. So hopefully we can fi- uh, finish her story off and talk about it properly in the next episode because Part that three. will be pretty awesome. But um, Did we finish the crash 40 minutes in? All of the yeah, crashes. 20 minutes <laughs> left and we <laughs> talked about the crash. Yeah. Well, we could keep going and we could just like... Well, we see did what the blood happens. of Lathander, so that's basically all yeah. we, that part. I think we just need to cover the the, the best parts. So, like the yeah. Shadowland or the arrival to the Shadowland. The Shadowland that was a great be- moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I want to hear how you arrived into th- the Shadowland because I did not arrive like Kay. that. I just took the elevator from the Grim Forge. Okay. And then immediately I got into a battle with those kind of wraiths and then a bunch of. Um, uh, harpers harpers who were on their way to the inn and like we got in the battle and then we were all surrounded and it was a really cool battle and then after that i got to the, the temple. Last but time, i yeah. really love the opening of of part for me that's it, where part two opens and it was a really cool atmospheric it's very battle. spooky very like very, very spooky. cool so for me i got into the shadowland i can't remember who i who gave me that spider loot yeah um, for me on my second playthrough i raided the grove and minthara gives you the spider loot and minthara, so i probably killed her and yeah. you, that's you can where also I found find spider a spider loot. loot in the do you know where you find the spiders as well in the blighted village in the basement there there's a spider loot and i don't know if you um, maybe that's where i found it you obviously went into the shadow fell by going through the goblin the camp. goblin camp yeah. yeah so you went through Same. that way and when you go through that way you meet the goblins and they're and like... And there's a oh, bugbear there. And the bugbear says, oh, uh, you want to get to uh, um, uh, Moonrise, Moonrise Tower. Oh, yeah. uh, so please call our guide. And my, my, I, have n- I had no idea what he's talking about. So I asked, oh, what do you mean? Yeah, you, have the, you have the loot. Play the loot and call our guide. Ah. So you take out the spider loot and you start playing the spider's lament. Mm-hmm. And there's a drider that comes out of the shadows with the the lantern lantern and he's like oh yeah sure no problem i'm your guide follow me he is so cool but you're just brushing off him he is so cool like as i I, he's one of the coolest characters in the game i think it was so amazing the spider yeah Yeah. okay half a half a man uh, yeah i I did the boss battle with him and i was like yeah, yeah, so he cool was on fight. my side yeah. until I got ambushed <laughs> by the Harpers. The Harpers. If you go through the Harper side, you ambush him. Uh, or you can use That's your, your did, uh, yeah. like persuasion or elected powers to convince him that the Absolute are sending you. And you can convince him to give you the lantern, the lantern. and tell him to go into the, the fog or whatever. Uh, so that's very cool. But then on your side as well, you can also, you're with him. And when you first meet him with the goblins, one of the goblins is like, look, we'll show you what's in the dark. And she throws a bone into the like darkness. And a coyote or like a wolf or something runs after the bone. And the, the rates like kill it. And then the spider guy goes, do not anger the spirits. <laughs> and it like smashes her down, like impales her with his legs. Ooh. And it's so dark. And Grizzly was like, holy fuck. Fuck, like, I've awesome. killed this guy yeah. before, but like I've seen him on this side as he's your friend, yeah. he treats his job very seriously. Like so, once we once we got ambushed by the Harpers, you get a choice: who are you siding with? Are you gonna side with the Spider, or are you gonna side with the Harpers? And obviously, I side with the I sided with the Harpers. The good guys, of yeah. course. I'm a go- I'm a good guy. Uh, so I had to kill that poor Spider. Oh. That was sad. Uh, but then you get to Last Light Inn, which mm. is I I thought Last Light Inn was a great. 
great location. A, a, a great location. Yeah. Uh, and I wanna, I wanna, I wanted to mention Jahira, which is mm-hmm. a nod to Baldur's Gate one and two. Uh, she was a great character there, and it was really, really cool. Is to she in both games? It, she's in both games. Oh wow! Nice. And it was great, great, so great to see her bring him, for them to bring her back into the third game. It was for people. I think for people who played the first two games, it was like a real moment of. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It <laughs> was it was really, really cool. Well, if you continue into Act Three, here's a little like thing. If you use Jahira in your party, you can get some dialogue that is very, very fun. It, um excuse me, I had to hiccup there. Uh, it gives you access to a quest, and if you have her in your party for this specific quest, you will get the best possible outcome. And it is something that as a fan of Baldur's Gate one and two, you will get very on board with. I know that there's another character ah, from you know Baldur's Gate one character. and two because I know who voices that character in wow. Baldur's Gate three. That is impressive. Uh, uh, yeah. I, you, you knew the voice. I haven't seen anyone of the voice cast's actual name. So the voice cast of hit that, that specific character that we will leave for the great reveal in yes. Act 3 is Matt Mercer. Wow, so, that's yeah, he, him. he does he does cool. the voice for for that specific character. Deadly. Okay, well then don't if you don't want to get spoiled, don't Google <laughs> Matt Mercer fucking don't, Baldur's no, Gate. Yeah, yeah, don't don't Google that. Yeah. Yeah. If you do, it's your you just did that. <laughs> Why did you do that? Um so I think that's amazing. Like we we've kind of talked about like um Jahira in the last what's it called again? Last, last light, light in last light in uh, that is a very very cool area and you know the whole thing like I did it a little bit too early but if you go upstairs after talking to Jahira you talk to the Isabel, Isabel is that her name yeah. you talk to Isabel and that in- immediately starts off the confrontation with this other with fucking Marcus. guy um, <laughs> Marcus yes Marcus <laughs> comes along and they're like well like he's like oh, he's you're, now, you're a, he's parasite. now uh, a true a true a true soul yeah true soul. he yeah. wants to take uh, Isabel to General Thorm who's like the main villain of this act for whatever reasons for, we for don't whatever know reason. yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but he's gonna take uh, her off for whatever reason and he's like telling to you in the mind like hey let's get her like like telepathically and then no matter what you do isabel picks up on whatever interaction you have so if you're like marcus is trying to like take you away then you're with her in the fight but if you're like oh don't mind him then she'll fight against you thinking that you're trying to like take her and like she knows something's going on and then for no reason marcus just goes let me show you my power and then he just has wings <laughs> it's just like okay that's so weird but good for you man <laughs> um but that battle then kicks off which is crazy because if she gets taken her ability which is like the the to like shield the maiden, light in, that's that's like the moon lanterns or the moon maiden she's preventing the shadows from getting in so if you lose that battle and you don't even have to lose it if she gets taken by even one of the ghouls or get or d- dies or, or dies whatever or gets knocked out and um, they take her off and then the fucking the whole veil comes down and then the shadows kill everybody except inside. for jahira Except for Jahira, but then you have to fight every single one of the dead people because yeah. they're possessed now. It's it is insane. so fucked up. I did it on the second playthrough, and I I saved scum. I was just like, this is cool for a dark playthrough, but now I've lost all my merchants, and <laughs> this is really shit. Like it's gonna ruin the game for me now. Uh, um, I think I, I I think we should touch about the uh, kind of mini bosses or General Thorm's family. Because yeah, they yeah. were kind of cool. The yeah, toll collector was That's his mother amazing. or his wife? Oh, is it his mother it's or his, or wife. his wife? I think no, it's the wife. Whichever. Sorry. So in, in the Shadowfell, there's the toll house. And when you get into the toll house, I know, there's... But the, the, you had to, for me, I had to run through there as fast as I could because I was taking damage. Yeah, but you didn't have the moon lantern. Oh. So you, you I, I had to, I had to pick... Did you open the moon lantern? 
Uh, yes. Me too, uh, but it doesn't protect you. It does. But there's it, a fairy there. It, yeah. it only protects you from the standard areas. It doesn't protect you from anywhere near Moonrise Tower. Uh, when like you the, go, the tall you gate you're talking about, if you don't uh, that, have, like I heard there, if you don't have the lantern for those areas, then you can't go into the those concentrated dark yeah. areas. Yeah. You need to have somebody holding the man- lantern out. But if we, you don't, you'll get triggered. But we took the pixie the out of the lantern, so we only have the so pixie. Once I ha- once I have the once I took the pixie out of the lantern, there were a few checks that I had to roll, and then the pixie blessed everyone in my mm-hmm. party. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and then I could just go without no, any lantern. But not through those concentrated areas. It I does work, but I think what you probably did is because in my first playthrough, I never long rested. I sparsely, like very, very sparsely, was trying to long rest and not like whatever events would happen. I didn't want them to happen because I long rested and cancelled myself out of events. But if you take the fairy out, the downside is if you long rest, that ability goes mm. because I did notice then okay. after a while when i went back it wasn't working but if you don't let her go you get to you get to keep the lantern but you can get two so if you kill the spider guy that's one but then if you also go to do you know the um, isabel gives you one this is no she gives you she gives you a spell that protects you in general (laughs) but the moon lantern is what like protects you in the concentrated areas i I thought balthazar balthazar has like um like a lab in the the main manor of moonrise towers and if you go in there you you can get the the lantern there as well but in order to get there you have to run through the concentrated dark area which i had to do you had i took damage the entire time you had two two of my characters died you could have either gotten the escort which is what we did with the spider guy we attacked him and then you get the thing off him from his body yeah, but w- once you get the pixie, she blesses you, and then you're okay in general areas. But in those concentrated areas, I took damage. Well, you must have long rested. I probably did long rest, well, but the game didn't tell me that if I long rested, I that I, would. I well, can't remember having that problem, but maybe. Uh, uh, honestly, that's maybe. the only thing I can think. Because I did loads of quests rest. after that. Because I didn't want to go to Moonrise Terror. Mm. I wanted, so I probably like long rest three or four times after that. So yeah. did you? Did you go to the toll house? Did you see the golden lady? No. I, okay. I did the quest later on with the guy. So he hasn't seen any of those because all those no, areas we're talking about basically is... I had to sprint to Moonrise Tower before my health reached zero. And like, I just about made it and okay. two of my characters died. Okay. And I was... Well, that's not the ideal way yeah. to do it, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I know, but the game didn't go, oh, don't long rest or you'll lose your pixie power. Fair well, enough. like, th- there's also the decision where like, this is the one thing that will protect you in this area. And you want to let it out of the bottle. Like I was like, I say it beforehand because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. This thing threatens to kill you. Like it's like, oh, let me out of here. I'll fucking rip your heart out and all. It's like, okay, this is a dodgy thing. Like if I let it out, it might just like be a, well, you shouldn't have let it out moment. I looked it up online and the majority of people were saying, no, you're best to let her out. Because you know, I, I in those situations her. I always look up hmm. the answer online because okay. I don't want to ruin Fair the game. You, you yeah. can at any point you can examine that lantern. So I used it for ages, and then toward the end of its usefulness, I just like examined it again, and it was like, oh, you, you can go, okay. and it just treats you like kind of as though you've done it for the first time and haven't used it. But to I, I was furious everywhere. that I couldn't get to Moonrise Tower, and I missed all of those quests yeah. because I couldn't. Once I got to Moonrise Tower, I was able to get the extra lantern, and then I was able to do it. But yeah. by then, it was too late. Did you, know? you go to the House of Healing? That was, I did. again, an amazing yeah. place. I did, but because um, I couldn't ever finish that quest because the guy who with the scissors, or the doctor, yeah, yeah, the, the like, doctor, I convinced all his nurses to kill him, <laughs> yeah. and they did. Yeah. But then whatever item I meant to get off him, I sent to my... Um, Instead of putting it in my inventory, I immediately sent it to, to my camp, my camp uh-huh. which doesn't count as c- getting it from a 
So for me, from the my entire playthrough, there was just a, a quest in that exact spot huh. in the center of the house of healing, and I had no idea why. <laughs> like I could never finish what that quest. What is the item? Does it? Do you I can't remember. I, I can't remember I, either. Yeah, it's just. I remember you had to, to go there for some reason. Yeah. I just can't remember well, why. Behind here, I found that place by accident because behind him, uh, the House of Healing, is the mausoleum, and you have to kind of go there to get to the Temple of Raphael. Char. Meets you outside, yeah, and he yeah. wants you to take care of his old friend. Did you kill his old friend? Uh, I did the first time, and the second time I, I, let, I let her go. Him? Her? I did you kill the rats? the i did yeah i did kill the rats yeah, yeah. all the rats all of them yes. all the rats Excellent. there's what a hidden thing you guys bugged. are talking about here did obviously. you did you kill the rats why would i kill rats Who okay fair enough because <laughs> they're they're very mean they're yeah. very mean rats they you can speak to the animals and if you speak to them you learn that they are like first they're really annoying and like they're telling you to fuck off but if you go down to one of the basementy areas you find like a ritual area and it's basically like a thing that says somebody has used this to transmogrify themselves and then you look into it and then it's like it just tells you essentially that the rats all the swarm of rats around are one person and the per- the contract of your man um i can't remember the name the, of the that gigantic big guy. Yeah. jurgen or something like that uh, dr- uh, something like that anyway but the big giant guy anyway they have yeah. to go down that Raphael sends you to kill if you slaughter the rats um they are all one person so if the if you talk person? to the rats um they'll say like oh if you anger us we'll all attack and if you let that happen then you can kill them and then tell your man and then that will break his contract with Raphael. Oh, wow. So yeah. it could actually be done. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's what his trick is. That's Raphael's trick to him. It's like, you can leave when everyone's dead, but there's one person left and he is a he swarm is of a rats. a swarm of rats and I he never, has to kill all the he, rats. He always assumes that it must be me or it must be my own minions, you know, that type yeah. of thing. And I was like, yeah, that's obviously it, you know. Um, that's cool that there was an actual way out and yeah. did you convince him of that uh, so what happened with me was I was slaughtering the rats and then something happened where I got bugged out I, I also told the rats that they could I wouldn't hurt them and they would show me treasure but then I started killing them and then um, it, it kind of bugged so I one, didn't get one, the- yeah once you say uh, show me treasure and apparently the treasure isn't worth it but once you say show me treasure you lock yourself out of helping that uh, giant yeah and that, that is what happened with me so yeah. I, I just fucked up on the save but then I was, I was like that's bullshit I can't go so back so as someone and- who hasn't done that I convinced him to kill himself uh, and to all his men including his job oh. but what what could have happened there then if i S- killed the rats and then talked so to if him? you kill the rats uh he Raphael appears because Raphael sent you there to kill this guy yeah and then Raphael appears and the guy says to Raphael, hey i'm out of the contract i fulfilled the contract uh but Raphael says, oh well you didn't fulfill it this guy fulfilled it for you okay so they make uh, uh they make arrangements for a new contract and then he just goes away with Raphael oh, and okay. Asterion is livid with you because uh-huh. the the point of uh killing that guy was that Raphael would translate Asterion's, Asterion's tattoos yeah and then you let him go and Asterion's like what did you do why, why <laughs> did you and I'm like oh listen dude I'm so sorry come on don't be mad at me and I managed to placate him but Asterion is this close to leaving me just yeah. this close he is 
hanging by a thread. I didn't have a stereo with me by then, so yeah. I, I, I always had them in my first playthrough, and yes, like it, it's mad. On my second playthrough, I don't have them in my party because I want to have dialogue with other people and stuff. But there's moments where, like, when you're in camp, he's just like, I can't believe you spoke to Raphael without me. And then it happened a second time, and he's just like, I need to know more about these rules. He's so dramatic. Yeah. Jeez, calm he down. He's a drama complete queen. Yeah. I love him, though. He's like, no, he's favorite. great. He's, he's, he's well, he, great he is character. evil, ultimately. Like, of you know? course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do like how it plays out. I, like, I like his way of evilness, which, by the way, did you do that uh, in Moonrise Tower in the lab? Where she discovers that you know Asterian. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she wa- she really wants Asterian to to who, bite her. Who, who's she? It's Sorry. it's uh, uh, when you're in Moonrise Tower. There's a drow, and she uh, asks to make elixirs based. Oh, on give your you blood. a special potion for your yeah, blood. Yeah, but yeah, she I wants remember. Asterion's vampire. Uh, him, she wants him to bite her. But he doesn't want to do it because he's like, she smells rank. Yeah, her, her blood, blood smells, smells bad. And stuff. So for me, I just told Asterian. So Marcus was like, look, look, you have to do that. There's no downside. Asterian is a little is mad amazing. at you, but you get a killer potion. Like Damn a it. killer potion. Yeah, I missed out. So I was there with Asterian and he's like, I really don't want to do it, man. I really don't want to do it. And I was like, listen, do whatever you want. And he does it. He's like... Asarian disapproves, but he still lets him se- le- yeah. lets it ha- lets it happen. And then you get a potion for plus two strength, plus two Perma strength buff. permanent. Oh, yes. right. strength! Yeah, on my main character, that that's absolutely useless. No, you can go over twenty. You can go over twenty. I know you can get to twenty. I gave it to Carlac. Yeah. She loved it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, you can I give it to, it to different Lazelle. people. Oh, well, then it's yeah. great. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not it only Lazelle. for you. Shit. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. So I gave it specifically to Carlac. I gave it to Lazelle. Um, you need to give it to a strong member of your party. Yeah, yeah. So I really like the House of Healing. I thought the entire area was really interesting, mm-hmm. like how they envision a hospital, I guess, in that time. And like, oh, yes, uh, you all need to know how to heal. The the cutting heals. The pain heals. But like, they're so this fucked is so up. Like they're, it's like it's a so horror gross. movie. Yeah, you go so in and they're all just slashing each other. And then the fact that you can conv- convince the nurses to just butcher the well, fucking you conv- doctor. You convince so him. Because yeah, he's yeah. just like, I Look, need a tune. You are the only one who can really teach how this happens. Yeah. And like, ah, oh, you're so right. Take me, nurses. <laughs> just some basic <laughs> logic and then they kill yeah. him. Like. It's so sinister because you can obviously just walk into that room where he is straight away by accident. But I went in through the, the like infirmary ward uh-huh. and there was just a nurse that sells potions to you, but she's just caring for like a dead child. And you like ask her questions. She's just like, no, I am learning. I am healing. It's like, oh, I, t- I think it's too late to heal. It's like, you are ignorant. <laughs> like, so okay, for Jesus. me, there was a nurse there and I was supposed to find the, the parents of one of the tieflings from the grove. The tiefling, the tiefling child that was taken by Koga because she stole the, uh, the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. idol or Arabelle. something. So Arabelle. I meet her in the Shadowfell and she tells me, my parents, I lost my parents. I don't know what to do. So they're actually dead in the House of Healing. Oh! And when you tell that to her, so you can talk to them if you have talked to talk to dead people, talk mm-hmm. to the whatever it's called, uh, and then they tell you that the reason why they died is that they got betrayed by the main tiefling guy from the Grove that was uh, uh, helping them escape. I can't remember. I his know name who right you're now. talking about. It is the um, uh, he he. If you see him later in the prisons, uh, no, you see him later. I haven't found him yet. In Act Two. In Act Two, I haven't found him yet. Oh, uh, Roland. R- oh, Roland. Roland. No, 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 no. It's some. It's someone. As, 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 it, it starts with a Z. Uh, Zelvar. 
Zevlar. 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 Yep. So he's the guy, if you remember in Act 1, when, um, when the... Um, when the people come and they knock on the groves and the wolves uh, are chasing like, them, oh, and open the gates, open the He's, gates. I'm pretty sure his so name that's is Roland. Zevlar. Uh, is it? There's Zevlar. another. There's a guy named Roland, but there's a Zel- Zevlar. Okay, too. well, we'll go with that anyway. But, I think uh, anyway. So yeah, if if um, you, I can tell you what happens there, no, but you don't want the spoilers. No, I don't. Okay, close your ears real quick and then never re-listen to this. So basically, if you ever uh, see this story, it basically Zevlor just tells you there and then in the prisons that he just froze up in the moment and the absolute took over his, like took control of him. So he's like possessed by the, the absolute, but he also says that he allowed it to happen. So it happened mentally. Oh, so that that that's cool that you got that perspective of it by using to speak to the dead. Because I've done that in yes. a few different situations. And if you change shape, you can talk to people you've killed as well. So that's pretty cool. Like um, every so often, it'll give you like a bit of intrigue to a story, or like they're like, "Oh, this person's been murdered." It's like, well, I'm gonna talk to them and see what's going on here. Uh, interesting, because once you tell that girl that her parents are dead, she unlocks some sort of power. And she, like a druidic power. Yeah. And she talks to uh, Withers. And Withers says, listen, don't get near, don't come near her. She's on her own journey right now. Uh, and then she, later on during that act two, she disappears from your camp. Yeah. Which is very interesting for me. I really want to follow up But you made that. sure to tell her about her parents, did yes, you? Yes, yes, of okay. course. Oh, I, she knows. She I knows. didn't do that. I was like, I didn't want to dump that on a kid. And that locked me out of the okay. future quest. No, she knows. Cause because you've done that, you still have access to the So I once I told her, tree, that's when... Did I get locked out? I think I got locked out of that then because she just left my party and I never saw her again. Yeah. I really want to talk about the toll collector because she okay, was so go. funny. It's, it's, We've had uh, five no. seconds left in the okay. podcast. Okay, toll collector. <laughs> We're going uh, I didn't. Oh, I, didn't I didn't fight the toll collector. Did you fight the toll collector? I did the first time, yeah. Okay, so I, I almost fought the toll collector. You go into this toll house and there's money all around. If you pick the money up, the money is booby-trapped, you explode. Uh, but if no, you, you don't, don't. You can just pick that shit up. Uh, once you pick the money, you you go into initiative because you steal the money from the. From oh, the maybe toll if she sees you do yes. it. But on the first floor, um, like if you go up there, you can see where she is in the background. Okay. So yeah, if, if she sees you, she'll open dialogue with you, and she's just like, "Give me money." And so you just, can convince her yeah. that. So I convinced her that I'm the new toll collector, and mm-hmm. I've come to replace her. And she's like, "Give me gold," and she's <laughs> like, just dies, just kills herself yeah. because. If her job is over oh, okay. it's it's not it's like a few uh, checks you need to do to get that result but if you fail that result you have to start combat and if you get stuck in that situation the combat situation is you fight her but there's like six skulls in the room and they all have like low health so you kill a skull and it takes a hundred off her health she has like 607 health so once you kill all six skulls, she has seven health. And every turn, as long as the skull is alive, she regenerates. So it can be really fucking annoying when you like, like I, I had to fight her. I failed, fought her again after failing another time. I just didn't have any inspiration. I didn't want to load. So I fought her the second time, beat her. And then um, on my second playthrough, I just persuade checked her and I got to see what you saw. And it's very satisfying because you just, you see a help wanted sign outside on the door. And if you read that, I think that unlocks your, your conversation work. Yes. But you just convince her that you're replacing her and she has to go and you just get all the money in that fucking place. So you probably get about like two to 6,000 gold just just like yeah. just spread around mm-hmm. in those random saved safes. Uh, I know that we're short on time. And did you 
check who did the voice for Catherick Thorne, by the way. Because uh, we is it Donald Sutherland? No, it's J.K. Simmons. I knew that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's for, good. For yeah, yeah. I did. I, I thought he was fantastic. But he only has about ten lines of dialogue. So apparently, he has m- way more. If you, if you do a darker you, route, if you are, are darker, or if you engage with him more. So but, if, yeah. okay, I, I don't know how it happened with you, but the first time I met him in Moonrise Tower, I guess we're going to that spot now. Like he's ex. Uh, executing a bunch of goblins because they failed in their mission or whatever and then he just walks off after telling you to go find some relic for mm-hmm. no reason he doesn't even know who you are and he's asking you to find a relic made no sense it annoyed me he knows then, you're a true soul and but he then he fucks off to his tower right and then that's it you'll you never ever hear him speak again until the final boss or until yes. the boss of yeah. chapter two like did you get yeah. more dialogue no, no. from him so, so so for me i am i was the one who executed the goblins not him yeah same and then cuz there was a lot of talking to him during that time uh because i i wanted to save the goblins to begin with and then uh it was like listen i can't let you go so let's make it fair if you kill me you're free I did if that not too. then yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. did you persuade him to not fight or did you have to fight him no, I had to fight them. I persuaded them in this situation. I, I could, but I felt like in Moonrise Tower, I should probably lay uh, I low. I was the same, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I don't want to antagonize your one, his second in command. And, and oh, like yeah, later on, I was very happy because she's like, uh, well, what did you do with the goblins? You know, better yet, show me. Yeah. And then she's like, with her mind power and yeah. I was like oh my god I'm so happy I killed those goblins well I think if we like we could go like five ten minutes over if we can just talk about Ketrick Torm and the very end of like this confrontation yeah because like should. we need to talk about him well we need to talk about uh, the the um, the uh, moon song no um the yeah, so that whole ending, night song. night song. Night so song. So I thought the night song was a relic. Yeah, that's what Same. they tell you. Yeah. And, and then you find that she's a freaking Asimar. She is the is daughter of Saluna, which means she is like a demigod or a god. And that was that was fantastic. That was awesome. just fantastic. And she's Isabel's lover, and Isabel is Ketrick Thorm's daughter. Oh, oh my, my god. god, it's all connected. That fight, that fight in the Temple of Shar, where they were keeping the night song, where they were keeping uh, what's her name, Alice. Eileen, 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 Alice, whatever. I can't remember, but Not she sure. has a name. Mm-hmm. But where they kept her, you have to fight Belthasar and yes, a bunch yes. of his people. So I didn't plan this, but I had um, Ward something, Ward Sigil or Ward uh, Warding Bonds, I think it might be called. No, Ward Ward Bond, maybe. And you can uh, you you put plant it on track. an area, and yeah. then whoever's in that area gets that damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I put force damage on where he was and it exploded everybody and everybody just fell into a chasm so i never damage i never fought belfasar he just (laughs) exploded (laughs) into a chasm Uh, and i just sat there well this was just anticlimactic yeah you're like, no, I can't loot him. But you're just also <laughs> like, that was fine. I'm, I'm happy with this situation. I would have reloaded. I always have to loot the boss. So yeah. I'm like, no, it's funny never because know what have. It's funny because when you load the loading screen at the bottom, it, sa- it gives you like small tips uh, about the game. And only after that happened to me with Balthasar, it's, uh, I, I started getting that prompt. You can push people into chasms, but then you can't loot them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hmm. 
Does the game know what I'm doing? Yeah. If you play as a warlock, that happens all the time. I did it by accident in because Act of the Eldritch one. Blast. Yeah. I ran in, used Eldritch Blast on the other, the Matriarch Spider. I used Eldritch Blast on that from like a stealth position to try like get an initiative on it. Just pushed it off the fucking cliff and it died. And I was just like, I was still in stealth, so the game just kept going. I was like, did that happen? What? <laughs> Apparently, if you jump off that cliff, you actually go into the underdark. Yes, which yeah. is amazing. You so you, use, so uh, you have to do a feather fall, yeah, and that. you get yeah. and you get uh, cutscene and everything. Yeah. So the game actually expects you to do that. Because I cool. just jumped in and died. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, there's a cutscene if you do jump without feather fall, isn't there? That, like you just hit the ground like a ton of bricks. Like I did um, it with low health, so I just died. Oh, like, I did it with Lazel, and like I, I managed to do it at a, a point, like. It was saying X, X, X. Like, it wouldn't let me do it in a load of areas. But then when I went, like, beside the wall, it, like, registered it as a place I could stand. But the second I jumped, she just died instantly. And that exact area, then, that leads into the other Temple of Saluna where that fucking uh, laser thing is shooting out at and the Minotaurs are. Yep. Like, that's exactly where that is. Look at that. We've gone full circle. Come full circle. <laughs> okay, um, we need to talk about the ending then. Yes, okay, we do have to. Because back to Catherick uh, Thorne. Now, I, I never fought him, but I convinced him to basically, like, after, like, what he did to Isabel and the Night Song and his change, he used to, like, worship Shire, I think it was. And now he's with the absolute and he's like a fucking whatever i just convinced him that what he was doing was terrible and he was a disgrace and he was just like okay i'm going to kill myself and then he basically just steps backwards and falls into the void wow and when he falls into the void he just rises up again as a like fucking demon oh. demonic entity so you have to fight and anyway. you have okay. to fight that and then you kill that it's like it just goes away but as soon as that cutscene ends Catherick thorm is just on the ground beside you <laughs> just like where the fuck did you come from? You literally just fell. Well, that's handy because the, the game hole. didn't want to punish you because of all the good loot he probably had. Yeah, so they, yeah. They well, was like, all right, that, we'll give it that to you. creature is Kethrick Thorn. It yeah. is, he, but he, he that creature is still there too. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. That's just a glitch there. <laughs> but yeah. that that's something that I think is important for the storyline. You find out what the absolute is, which yeah. is a mother brain exactly. or whatever it is. Yes. Sorry, mother brain it's, is from a different um, game. Yeah, uh. Metroid. Uh, <laughs> it is. I, I don't know what they call them. The Elder Brain. Elder Brain. Yeah. And they're so, controlling and it with these. Tree and crystals. they're controlling it with a tiny, with a tiny tiara. Yeah. I liked I, it. I, I hate. They that. use it with the Triforce, <laughs> yeah. and there's and like one lunatic, uh, <laughs> one politician, and then you have like uh, the Necromancer, which is Catherick Thorm. Which is uh, a, another connection back to Baldur's Gate One and Two, where they fought Ball. Yeah, Ball Spawn. Yeah. Isn't so, the main character in one or two? Isn't he a ball spawn? And that, like, that's the whole. It's been journey? literally thirty years, unfortunately, <laughs> since I've played that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, twenty-five since I've played Baldur's Gate. You just Game remember 2. the names of certain. I characters. remember the characters. I vaguely remember the story. Mm -hmm. I remember the hamster, which I hope to get to. Well, whoever whoever remembers the hamster, whoever knows what that means, I I've encountered. Really hoping thing. that the hamster makes an appearance i really liked the hamster wow. um so i'm 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 very very happy how they've connected it they really you can see that there's a lot of love that went into that game yeah yeah i think so honest to god though i do think that anyone who's playing act one and two is far more refined and streamlined i do think that act three well, we'll obviously talk about it as well i think act three is a little bit jumbled and like out of place like Act I, 3 really kind of tries to tie up everything in Act 1 and Act 2 that kept going. Yeah. So Act 3 is mostly continuation quests from Act 1 and mm. 2. There's not nearly as many new quests, and there's not like an area, a good guy area, a bad guy area, 
and them like a bunch of random areas in the middle it's yeah. just the city and underneath the city and underneath the city pretty much has to represent mm. every single like um encounter and it's just a bit uh, well we'll, we'll talk about that, that when we get when to we it, get to act I three but there's one more thing that happens in act two that ends act two and that is uh, the fight where you find out who your benefactor is inside the um, yes the inside the artifact yeah the astro and you find out that it is a mind flare mm-hmm. and that he has captured or Orpheus is captured in that uh, uh, artifact and that's and Orpheus is the one who is holding you from turning to a mind flare. Which pretty cool revelation was that was really yeah. really cool. Yeah. Which was really cool. I, I felt had no point during really my cool. first playthrough trusted the the person in the the astral person. I'm like I don't know who this is. I didn't think it was going to be a mind flare, but I was just like they're just going to be like use you, and it's going to be that classic like the main person that like l- like teaches you how to like walk and move in the game. They're going to be the one that betrays you later on. So when I encountered them, John, you know, when you're in the crash with Lacketh, when I was in the prism, I killed. Uh, the character, the helper, who turns out to be a mind flare, I killed them, and then it's just and a you figment. Turned into mind flare. No, um, it just changes, and it's just an illusion. And he's just like, "Oh, I didn't think you were going to okay. actually do that." <laughs> That's so, all that happens. It's like, oh, okay. Because in that dialogue, if he asks you, "Listen, help me fight these uh, Githyanki monks that are just ruining the place. Oh, that's when you're actually, yeah, that's when it's, he's called you in yep. and there's a battle taking place. Uh, and if you say, no, I will not help you, that's the end. That's game over. Yeah. The, there's there's uh, credits rolling. You turn into mm-hmm. a mind flare. That's, that, that's the end of the that, game. That's the whole thing with that game. Like, it's got a couple of things where you have to trust him and do certain things. But that's why I was like, I can't trust him the whole way. My main playthrough, um, I, I can't talk about the final yeah, end. Don't but I never trusted uh, that person. And when they turned out to be a mind flare, it's not like there's still moments where you know they're a mind flare and you're just like, right, well, they still want to help and they want to do this. But I was just like, no. And, like, I very specifically did not want to side with them because I knew they were up to no good. So my character is like really anti-mind flares. I had a really big problem yeah. when I found out that this is a mind flare because again, uh, Marcus, when he powers. plays it, he, I've not using, I've haven't used, I've used it once and because you In don't have a, you don't have a, uh, uh, an option. Okay. You have to use it for the first time, I think. And then I've never used it. Marcus keeps telling me, just eat the eat the larvae. larvae. <laughs> it gives you so many bonuses. There's literally no downside to it. I'm like, that's not how role play works. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so I've never done that. I'm trying to stay away from it, at least in this uh, playthrough. Cool. Next playthrough, you know, Dark Urge. I'll just randomly kill people. Be a bit more like Hysterion and, and just whatever. dip in, you know. Uh, I've heard the downside. Apparently with the Dark Urge, um, like a lot of people are complaining that like you have to do like saving or you have to reject your urges or accept your urges but if you reject them there's no like role you just reject them you know so there's no like cost to it but if you accept them you basically will just murder people murder random just, people it's you'll wake good. up and they're like in the camp there'll be a load of bodies or something like that I which is cool i think you know? that's fantastic yeah <laughs> i might try it out i'm actually playing an evil character and i didn't play dark urge but i just i didn't know how it worked i was like ah fuck i'll just play my way anything uh, else um, I don't know. We got through quite a lot, guys. I we, mean, we didn't talk. We about skipped the over we millions didn't of things. To, we didn't get a, to a one hour the, thirteen. Uh, if yeah. anyone has any final thoughts, otherwise, <laughs> I think we should probably wrap it up. I think, and I will keep saying that that I find it fascinating how I'm listening to your playthrough. I'm listening to your playthrough, and it sounds so different 
than what I'm going through in yeah. mine. Well, we've all gone through different ways. Like we've actually had a couple of like similar kind of ways here. We've gotten it like the getting into the shadow fell by using the loot. I only did that in my second playthrough. So the first playthrough, I fucking ambushed the harpers and that's how i got my my lantern so cool that we've had that and then even just random kind of things that we've gone through so craig you've like there's been puzzles that you haven't uh, focused on there's ones that you solved perfectly and there's ones that i've just looked up so like there's so many different ways you could play it and then like you also had Fantastic. darren who like basically was playing like without saves coming by like playing a how however it falls that's how he deals with it mm. and like i think if you're if you're not willing to save scum a little bit or at select moments you can't get through the game it's just yeah and i think it's I, fine it to look the game will fuck very very yeah. difficult yeah. it makes yeah. the game very very difficult if you lose halson halson is a very powerful uh, yeah. uh, char character yeah. until you get jahira and then you kind of i never you, once used them but i had them yeah. <laughs> jahira jahira is now one of my one of my staples because yeah. it's just it's nah. just so fun to and get like, back if to if you it. weren't in the main cast at the start i'm like i don't have time <laughs> there's just too many characters there you know? are so many characters yeah. it's so uh, fun speaking of one more character minthara i have her on my new playthrough because i raided the grove awesome. you know she's she a paladin I, I don't know um, how to get her yet. here's a little thing about her okay so she's not as evil as you think it's just the the mind flare specimen in her brain uh, when you actually relieve her of that she's like sworn a note to the the something of spiders and when you talk to her if you like just go around killing people you'll lose attitude with her like she's actually like a good person who follows her mm. oath that is and surprising. if you if you do evil deeds she's not okay with that you know so it's like oh this yes. is interesting you know because like when you get her the astral prism knocks out the like effect of effect effect of her mind flare okay. uh, or of the absolute influence on her so it's very cool um now darren has just come back which is perfect because i have no oh, way to <laughs> open the laptop and therefore end the podcast however darren would you like to tell the people to keep on enjoying the gift that is gaming <laughs> you just <laughs> said it <laughs> i think you just stole my line congratulations yeah guys. but say it with the the little bit of oomph that the people have come to love and and, and that coffee adore. line Write us out. Yeah, we're done. Patreon. Oh, yeah, okay, all right. Well, no problem. Um, if you guys enjoyed uh, this, the the fellas talking and, and keeping you entertained about Baldur's Gate, which I gave up on, uh, keep on listening to the gift that is gaming. But uh, also check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash gift the game for the price of a coffee a month. You can check out loads more content. We've got tons of it. It's there everywhere. Uh, Daniel, Greg, and Colm, thank you guys for playing Baldur's Gate like I didn't. Uh, I appreciate you all so much. Well, thank you for facilitating this uh, um, always. chat. Yeah. Thank you for coming in and ending the podcast. <laughs> I was I was sitting in the room. I was like, uh, I think Craig's tried to finish it like twice. I should probably maybe step out there and uh, call it. But yeah, this has been great, guys. Uh, to all our listeners, uh, keep enjoying the gift that is gaming. Peace out. Woo.